conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. You may remember earlier this week on Wednesday, we'd received an email from Michelle. And Michelle said, look, she had uh, been, and she came on the radio and explained her story. In December last year already, she booked tickets for herself, her family, to go to the opening game of the Netball World Cup, which is, of course, in Cape Town today. And as of earlier this week, she had not actually received the ticket allocation. And we had Cecilia Malakwani from Netball SA. She came on. And then we got other calls around the same issue and some people talking about exactly the same problem. People had paid the money, not received their allocation. She said they actually had to go to the arena to get the tickets. And I remember saying, well, I don't think that's going to work. And she promised that she would sort this out and people would receive the allocation by email. Well, Banyana received a message from Michelle yesterday saying, thank you the tickets arrived in my inbox five minutes ago this was late yesterday so michelle you'll be pleased to hear has her tickets if other people still have a problem won't you let us know please i can't promise that we'll fix it but i want to know what's going on and the netball world cups a really important thing an important event for south africa i'm a little concerned there's not as much uh, buzz hype whatever you want to talk talk about it whatever you want to call it around it i mean we try to do what we can um but i don't know if there's quite enough sort of hype as maybe there should be for such a big event but you let me know maybe you're going maybe you're excited as well maybe just the you know sometimes the media can sort of pass you by and i know that feeling anyway if you are going i hope you're looking forward to it i hope you have a good time tonight First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Quite a few things happening this week. There was the DA march against the Employment Equity Amendment Bill. You heard the Minister of Labour and Employment, Tullis Nglesi, on it yesterday. There have been all sorts of responses to that. And we've uh, taken calls from people who say they're coloured, say they're Indian, they identify in that way, and say they're worried that they will not lose their jobs but not be able to get jobs. We've had other people defending the bill. There are lots of different ways that this goes. And one of the sort of new parties that started in the last little while, and someone from the DA, is the party Shaluva. And Bongani Baloy is their leader. He's a former mayor, of course, of Midval. Bongani, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and thank you for having me. Where do you stand on the Employment Equity Amendment Bill? There are arguments that go in many directions here. We firmly believe that the Employment Amendment Bill is a constitutional imperative uh, which is born out of the recognition that there's insufficient compliance and the patterns of employment in the private sector predominantly have not changed to ensure that it is inclusive and also provides equal opportunity for others. So we believe that the strengthening of enforcement is imperative and we believe that uh, negotiations or conversations around the specific targeted uh, uh, or uh, specific sector targets could be strengthened with further conversations and and engagements, but we believe the aspect that seeks to strengthen the effectiveness and implementation is welcomed. Um, So, okay, you believe that. We've had calls from people who did not benefit during apartheid, calls from people who were discriminated against uh, during apartheid, very worried about this bill, people who identify as Kalden Indian. What does that say? Isn't that a problem that people who are discriminated against apartheid are worried they're going to be discriminated again now? Well, I, I think those concerns they might have are legitimate, and government must actually ensure that those concerns, whether it's perceived or real, it needs to be addressed in a sufficient manner. But it doesn't take away from the fact that the Constitution instructs us by saying we seek to address the injustices of the past. Now, the question is how in this manner? And government, I think, rightly so, introduces the Employment Equity Bill 
uh, and now an amendment to that bill to rectify some of the practical challenges that you face insofar as the implementation of it. So I really think government has also been quite clumsy in its communication about its position and the amendments. Okay, you've started the Shaluva political party. I mean, obviously you haven't faced an election yet. You haven't faced voters yet. Um, we've seen so many new parties. How's it been going so far? Are you finding you're able to actually stake a claim to some constituency? If you can't, there's not going to be much success later. No, we, we, we're growing well, and I think most importantly, Stephen, we, we actually we've gone through successfully a period where in the foundation of a political party, there's a bit of contest around the identity and misunderstanding, and one had to rectify that to ensure that we build a correct culture that confirms to people that we seek to build a different political party and not a replication of existing political parties. So from the ground perspective, we are growing and we've just appointed a new chairperson, Zogi Musiane, who has really assisted in bringing a corporate background into building an institution that will stand up to a corporate identity, I mean, corporate uh, development uh, type of scrutiny and and where we we subscribe to values that encourage, I mean, building strong institutions. So I would say where we are at this point time i mean we're doing really well and for us we're celebrating just yesterday that we're finally able to open a bank account so we can transact and be able to meet the requirements that the iec has put on us on disclosure of funds as and when we get these funds so i think for us we, we are quite stable at this stage we are working now towards meeting the minimum threshold of getting the registered signatures of voters in every province so we are on every provincial ballot paper I don't know if I'd celebrate getting a bank account, Bongani. I mean, just some political well, advice. Well, what's the big account? Okay. No, for us, it's a, it's a very important milestone for us. Okay. Um, let Tlokonolo Moseki left your party this week, right? Um, That's correct. Shaluva having a splinter party already, but early for that, isn't it? No, no, no. It's not early for us. I think it's important for to have uh, uh, to to deal with issues of strategic non-alignment, because if there's strategic non-alignment in a senior level, it causes confusion. It causes disruption. So it has to be an alignment and a commitment to the same values. So when so, we find so you had a fight, you had you had a fight. No, no, no. It's not a fight. <laughs> a strategic non-alignment of core values and focus and understanding of what Shiluba seeks to do. Okay, that so, is you, so you've lost one member already, and you're celebrating having a bank account. I mean, I'm sorry to be so, so, so to be so blunt, Bongani, but I mean, I, I have to wonder what's the point in having another new party. You, you are quite correct in wondering and being cynical about it, and it's important. Then, then the task is for me to confirm to people like you and many others that you was growing, and that is a process of time. All right, Bongani Beloy, thank you very much indeed. Bongani Beloy is the leader of the Shaluva Party.